Hello everyone, and welcome to the Roadmap from Auto Finance News since 1996, the nation's leading newsletter on automotive lending and leasing. It's Monday, April 3rd, and I'm Joey Pizzolatto, joined by Amanda Harris and Riley Wolfbauer. This is our weekly wrap on what happened in auto finance for the week ending March 31st, 2023. In financial news, the Personal Consumption Expenditures Price Index, a key gauge of U.S. inflation, rose last month by less than expected and consumer spending stabilized, suggesting the Federal Reserve may be close to ending its most aggressive cycle of interest rate hikes in decades. Excluding food and energy, the PCE rose 0.3% in February after the prior month was revised downward. The overall PCE climbed by the same amount, according to data from the Commerce Department released Friday. In automotive news, another round of layoffs hit the market, with Lucid Motors laying off 18% of its staff across all departments. Approximately 1,300 employees were affected. Used car marketplace shift also cut its staff by 30% in February and shuttered Carlot's East Coast operations follow the closing of the merger between the two companies. Meanwhile, EV financing startup Tenet expanded its relationship with New York Green Bank last week following Silicon Valley Bank's collapse. Tenet had a $20 million warehouse line with SVB and a $10 million warehouse line with New York Green Bank. Tenet will now be able to use the warehouse line with New York Green Bank to finance EV originations nationwide and now has an accordion option of up to $25 million. Previously, the line was only for EV originations in New York State and had an accordion up to $15 million. CBA Live was also in full swing last week. Amanda, you were in Las Vegas. Tell us about the show. Yeah, um, so it was very well attended. I think they said about 1,700, you know, people were, were there and checked in, kind of a mix of, you know, bankers, vendors, you know, nice mix of, of the crowd. The content was, was pretty good as well. They, you know, a lot of compliance talk. Uh, Rohit Chopra, the director of CFPB, was there. He gave a fireside chat, so he talked a lot about, you know, kind of the fallout from Silicon Valley Bank and the other collapses that happened, uh, you know, last month and really talking about how the CFPB is going to, you know, emphasize more stress tests, you know, emphasize looking at banks that kind of rely on some of the same things that SVB and Signature Bank and, and the other ones that that failed kind of rely on. So really looking at banks that fall within that scope and, you know, trying to understand what their risks are and looking at non-banks as well, because they know that non-banks also could potentially cause contagion to the financial system, just like in this situation with the regional banks. So that's what kind of came out of his talk. Everyone was in the room for that one and kind of drew everybody there, of course. Um, there was a lot of great, you know, content on the tracks as well. A lot of compliance kind of filtered in throughout the whole show, just talking about new regulations and things that banks need to be aware of. On the auto side, you know, electric vehicles was a very hot topic. It came up, you know, multiple different sessions. So everyone's kind of thinking about how that's going to change up the financing world. New opportunities for lenders to maybe tap into, like commercial charges for dealerships, looking at maybe, you know, differentiating the finance between the vehicle and the battery, something that came up just from um, foreign ONEMs kind of coming into the U.S. market. So lots of talk on EVs. Um, there was just talk in general about the dealership of the future, what that looks like with more digital, with more direct to consumer kind of pathways, what that means for dealers, 
and how they kind of fit into that spectrum, whether they're going to become more of the fulfillment type arm. Um, there wasn't a lot of thought that that would be, you know, the end all be all, but that is something that could be coming down the pipeline and could change things a little bit. Um, lots to talk about digital, of course. Everyone was talking about digital and how they can improve that kind of omni-channel experience for the customers um, from the banking side and, and the auto side as well. So, yeah, just kind of a mix of different topics were discussed. Everyone was very keen to, you know, sit in all the sessions. They were all well attended that I could tell. There was probably about five or six going at a time. So even though there were 1,700 people there, they were very spread out. So it didn't feel like any one room was was filled to the max, but they were well attended from across across all the different type of forums. So they had different forums you could pick to kind of choose what what you were interested in. Fraud was another one, default management, credit performance. So all that kind of kind of came up in all the different sessions that I sat in. Yeah, it was a, it was a good time. Great, and great. Well, we'll certainly have more coverage from CBA Live coming this week as we work through all the all the news that came out of the show. Mm-hmm. Last week, there was also good news on the affordability front. Uh, Riley, what's happening in the used car market? Yeah, so obviously over the last year and a half, two years, we've been reporting that used prices keep on going up and up and up, and there hasn't really been much relief from it. But finally, towards the end of Q1 here in March, uh, used vehicle pricing saw some relief. Uh, it was the average used vehicle retail price came in at twenty just about $25,000 at the end of Q1, which is down 5.6% year over year. So there is starting to be a little bit of a price relief in the market that we haven't quite seen over the last year and that we've been expecting a little bit. Um, Cox does expect that this level that the used market is getting to right now, they're kind of hitting a plateau to where this could become the new normal in the market and not really see it fall much past this. Vehicles listed between $10,000 and $15,000 for one saw the most amount of share and inventory increase in March. Um, It increased about 13% compared with 8% in March 2022. So that's a pretty significant increase in the $10,000 to $15,000 range. And the biggest importance of that is a lot of we've seen consumers getting priced out of the market, especially in the subprime tier, looking for lower vehicle lower vehicle monthly payments, but as we start to see some of these vehicles, lower uh, price vehicles come back into the market, it might open things up for subprime borrowers to get back into um, the vehicle market. Um, But even as we see prices declining, used vehicle supply is still down compared to March 2022. Uh, Used vehicle supply is sitting at about a 41-day supply, which is down 21% year over year. And the biggest reason for that is because we've had this hole in new vehicle sales that we had two years ago when supply chain issues were going on and they had to shut down production. So the market now has to catch up and fill in those gaps in the used inventory since there was that large gap in the new inventory two years ago. Great. Well, we do have Cox uh, Mannheim, excuse me, new used vehicle value index on Friday. So we'll keep an eye on updates from that as well. That about does it for today's episode. Thanks for joining us on the roadmap, and be sure to follow us on LinkedIn. We will see you online at autofinancenews.net, and here next time.